wanted to um, update you on a headline that I think is going to continue to get um, a bigger before it gets smaller. And I know that um, certainly the Ivy League universities have been exposed for a lot of hate and extreme ideology that they've allowed to fester on campuses for a very long time. Uh, but they're hardly the only offenders. And if you've got you know, kids in university, maybe kids going into university, you might be interested to know that a lot of Canadian universities are now uh, facing a growing list of class action lawsuits for, you know, allegations of failing to protect Jewish, statement, uh, Jewish kids and protect students from uh, anti-Semitic and, and discriminatory behavior. On the list so far, McMaster, Queens, University of Toronto, uh, York, Concordia, University of BC, uh, and the unions also have been named. And the, the grounds that this would be argued on is that these uh, universities go out of their way to protect the civil rights of every other minority except Jews. And so we're into this territory of what is free speech, which the universities have been arguing. We don't want to stifle free speech. Okay, but where is the line of free speech? And, and where's the protection? from those spewing what they call free speech. Let's ask someone who is at the core of this. Sandra Siskin is managing partner over at Diamond and Diamond, handling a number of these cases. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. So there will likely um, be more of these kinds of cases coming forward. Ultimately, as you know, it's up to a judge to decide if the cases will be accepted. I understand that there's funding, so it's not that there's no funding for these. It's just a matter of whether or not the, the judge will see any kind of grounds on this. Um, but there, we're into some very, very new t- territory in this country. So this is this is quite new. Correct. This is unprecedented. It hasn't been done yet. Uh, it does make me sad that I have to do it, to be clear. It's not something I wanted to do. For example, York University was is my alma mater, and it's the university I started with. Boy, uh, that was the first lawsuit I filed. And it makes me quite sad that I've had to take this action. They have not, uh, to my knowledge, maybe it has changed since, but uh, as, my, as far as I'm concerned, they have not yet um, uh, responded to these claims that will come in time, I guess. But they can't ignore them at the same yeah. point because it's, it, we're, we're into this territory where all of a sudden now everyone believes in free speech, which I, I do. I'm a freedom of speech person, but I also know it's not absolute. I also understand that there are consequences. And so, again, I don't think this argument where the universities say, well, we've got to protect this, this speech – where are the grounds of where they fail? Like, where does the limitation start and stop for them? It's quite simple. In the same way you cannot go into a crowded theater and build fire, it's an old adage, an old law adage. You can't go into a fire because it can cause a stampede and people could die. We know this to be true. There are certain limits on speech that are destructive and call, and call for destruction. The minute you're calling for genocide, the minute you're calling for destruction of a people, of a, of a minority people. So if I'm going in there and saying all women need to die, they just need to Women need to die. That is not protected free speech. That is not protected free speech. You cannot call for the death and destruction of a people. You cannot say from the river to the sea, that is a call to genocide. You cannot say antifada, that is a call to genocide. And it has to be clear. And why we have to explain this to a university, an education of higher learning, is insanity. 
It is actual insanity. They well, should it should be seen as that. But, but, but again, we seem to be rewriting a lot of this and normalizing a lot of the language, which is my concern. I mean, other countries are outlawing a lot of the actions we have seen in this country. You've got European nations that are banning um, mask wearing. Uh, there's other countries that say you, you cannot say from the river to the sea. This has been a completely ignored, it, certainly in Canada. It's not just happening at the universities, as you well know. And so how does this then fundamentally change? Because these things take years, right? They take years to come through. Um, there's no guarantee of success. 100%. No, no, no. And, but the, this is the problem. Understand the October 7th war that was waged by the terrorist group Hamas is not what caused this. What caused this was years and years of going unchecked and anti-Semitic behavior. Years and years and years. So then October 7th happens, and all of a sudden people are, like, shocked that this happened. We should have had this in check a long time ago. The difference is our federal government is very weak to respond to this. Unlike the government of Germany, unlike other governments that quickly came out and said certain phrases cannot be used like the river to the sea. Now, the universities are hiding behind that, but we've seen in the States what hiding behind that does. We've seen it with Harvard. We've seen it with Penn, the resignations being called to Congress. We don't have that here in Canada, so this is what we're doing. We're calling them to task and saying, explain yourself. Explain why you have not done the right thing by way of your Jewish students, why you have not protected them. Yeah, I mean, and ultimately, this is one of those kinds of cases that could go to the top court in this country. So um, I don't expect we'll get any kind of results anytime soon. This is not an overnight thing. Correct. Having said all that, um, it, this is not new. This has been festering for well over, I would say, a couple of decades. Um, I think people yes. are sadly just learning for the first time. Uh, they should be, I think, uh, investigating where your kid go. Are, there, are they learning what they should be learning instead of ideology? Um, but Correct. are people so starting to pay attention? Is- People are starting to pay attention. The universities are starting to pay attention. They have to pay attention. And we're not going to relent until they all pay attention and they're all being held to account. I'm very lucky to be partnering with Lawfare out of the United States, Brooke Goldstein, who's going after many of the U.S. Universities, and she is making her personal, her personal lawfare is making it their personal mission to go after each university that's doing that because no student should feel unsafe going to a university in Canada or in the United States. We are not talking about a third world country. Students should be able to attend you. And by the way, that doesn't mean you cannot criticize the state of Israel. You can criticize the state of Israel. You can agree with Netanyahu. You can disagree with him. You can have an intellectual conversation about it. You cannot call for the destruction of people. It's, a, it's such a very clear line, and I don't understand why this is so difficult for them to understand. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird world when the basic, um, you know, obvious is, is ignored. Uh, but again, it, it is, and this Correct. is where we find ourselves. And so uh, uh, stay tuned. What's the, um, I don't know what the limitation is. What's, what's the deadline um, uh, for this to get um, approved? Do you know any expectations? So what we're going to do now is we're going to go to a certification motion, and the judge is going to decide whether or not this is a viable claim. We would assume to see the court within six to eight months. And once we've, once we've determined that this is a viable claim by the court, which I'm, I'm, I'm very hopeful and confident that the court will find it will be, then um, the likelihood of it uh, settling or coming to some sort of conclusion soon thereafter will be high. Um, and again, I'm hoping that the universities will come to the table because be clear, this is not a money situation. This is not a money grab. This is us trying to force them to uphold the policy they already have in place. 
Well, it's not yeah. about the money, but in civil law, we have to sue for money because I have no other choice. Yeah, so I, I'm not sure we can legislate uh, brains, but but we we will try here. Um, <laughs> well, well, nonetheless, <laughs> yeah, um, we'll keep an eye on this. Uh, I, I think this is a particular interest, and certainly, um, I don't think any of the universities, if one of these gets. Um, um, adopted or, or, or accepted, that uh, it will mean change for all. Uh, Sandra, I very much appreciate your, your time. Thank you so much. Thank there you, you so much. Sandra uh, Ziskin from Diamond and Diamond. So this is a series of class actions. We'll see if any judge agrees that there are grounds. But it could be a massive game changer.